Welcome to the BCEA Power Up podcast, where we keep you current on everything that's happening in the electrical industry and beyond. I'm Andrew. That is Chris. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, We're grateful you're here. Um, Kick it off. Always big thank you to our sponsors, Platinum Sponsors, Max2 Agencies, Westco Distribution, and Gilvan International. And our gold sponsors, Cooper Lighting and Adnex Sales. Thank you so much for your support. Um, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Man, it's great. I mean, we've been able to do uh, kind of over the summertime, we were able to get over and kind of get together again, which was awesome. We had a yep. lot of fun at our sort of annual golf tournament. Wasn't the same as, as always, except one thing was the same. And Mr. Gildedale got the travel uh, voucher again. Man. I know. I know. Rowdy Roddy. Is he yes. not walking around the office with like the championship <laughs> belt on right now? This guy? Unbelievable. He's, he's, he's such a nice guy. It's he like, is. yeah, it's, every time it's like, ah, oh, yeah, he deserves it. He's just <laughs> such a good dude. <laughs> and we're all craving a sense of normalcy. Thank you, Rod, for giving us that. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, <laughs> hey, we've got, uh, we got Link um, coming up on, in pretty short order here. And we got two live networking events, man. Like, what's, what's that going to feel like? Oh, man. I'm, I am very excited to see everybody. We got the Tuesday at Personas in Delta. It's Tuesday, November 9th at Personas at the Delta in Burnaby. And then after the whole event, uh, five o'clock on the Wednesday at the Dead Frog Brewery which I know for you and I is fantastic. It's a short stumble home. Yep. So it'll be a lot of fun, but I am so excited to see everybody. Uh, and then after that, the next uh, in-person event is going to be our annual uh, Christmas awards luncheon. And uh, it's going to be awesome. Good to yeah. see everybody there. Yeah. It's your first link. Oh, pardon me. Conference formerly known as link That's conference right. uh, as chair. You nervous? Uh, no, no, not at all. I'm, I'm actually quite excited to be involved. Um, we've got a lot of really good speakers. I was able to connect with a couple of them early. Uh, Ken Coates was the one I got to speak to, and he's actually our first speaker of the event. Uh, and he is absolutely hilarious. And it'd be good right to on. see. He, um, not to give too much away, but he's going to be taking the conference from a uh, non-electrified island just to show what we can do these days, man. It's going to be very cool. Non-electrified island. You yes. might have to explain that. He's in the Gulf Islands where there's no electricity. Ah, yeah. And okay. he's off of like a satellite link and it's really neat. So, ah, I see. Off the yeah. grid. Off very the grid. Very cool. It is All right. All right. Looking forward to that. What a fun. Just before the luncheon, we've got uh, U40's next installment of the Leader Series featuring yep. Allison Strahan. Man, so excited to have her on. Uh, she's, she's built her business on, on uh, her expertise in operations uh, and it's lovely to have a uh, such a prominent female leader on our show. So excited to have Absolutely. her on. That'll be uh, November the 18th. Uh, we're going to start that around, I think it's 4.30 we start that up. So we'll do the live webinar. Man, if you can join us live, you get to actually interact. You get to ask questions. There's a live Q&A period. Uh, we do yep. record it and becomes part of the podcast. But if you can make it live, man, it, it uh, adds to the experience for sure. So hope to see keep you. an eye on the power up newsletter for that one. And uh, yeah, we got a couple really, really cool initiatives that uh, U40 Group is is kind of getting behind right now, starting with the the co-op we were just talking about. Man, I think when we talk to our members and, and uh, we talk about one of their biggest challenges, it's, it's people. It's, it's finding people, right? And, and we're always looking for that top talent, but I know people are looking for entry-level personnel as well, someone that they want to get into the industry. Uh, and we've always, we've, we've tried to target the high school. So uh, what the U40 Group has done uh, shout out to Travis Bask. He's put a ton of time and effort into this. And, and uh, man, we're, we're, out, we're at the finish line now to get this program going. Yep. But we've started up a co-op program with Burnaby North High School. Uh, what this, These students, they have to complete 40 hours of work experience in order to graduate. What better industry for them to spend that time in than ours? 
Uh, and what we really want to do is showcase all of the different different facets of, of our industry within that that 40 hours. So a brief synopsis of the program is they're going to start their 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 week with the BCEA uh, at the BCA office, which will give them a really good broad snapshot of kind of the industry as a whole. Uh, and then the other four days, they'll get split up to go out to a distributor, maybe two distributors out to see a manufacturer and perhaps even a manufacturer's agent while they're for that, for that work experience. Yeah. So we're going to get a, a wide range of education there. So it's exciting. Yeah. That's going to be great. I mean, uh, and, and who knows, maybe they hit it off with, with a distributor or, or with a manufacturer. And, and when they get out of school next September, um, you know, they, they got something lined up for themselves. Absolutely. I, I think back when I was in high school, which seems a lot longer ago, man, hard, hard to, hard to think about that, but I had to do the same thing. Right. And we had, we had work experience. I got mine. Mine was uh, Sears in, in, in menswear. And that was where I started, man. And that was, you know, you the pocket squares summer. make sense. Yeah. It all, it all kind of adds up, doesn't it? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, we would do that. I did that in, I think it was like 15 or 16. And then once I graduated, you know, you want the car, you want the take the yep. girl for a date. So you go get a job, man. That's right. That's where I got hired. And then for them, I mean, Hey, there was a lot less training involved with a new employee. Cause I'd had some history there. Right. So yeah. we just, we just want to show showcase our industry and all the different opportunities that are there. And, and hopefully at the end of their, uh, their term at high school, they've got a, an opportunity with a job, good career. Sure. So. And if anybody out there is interested in being a part of the mentorship program in, in terms of bringing on a student and showing them around uh, your facility or, or helping them out for a day or two, or even longer, um, get a hold of myself or Chris or Barbette at BCEA, and um, and we can stick handle that. We're looking towards spring break by the looks of it to to really get this program off the ground. Yeah, I think like traditionally these students have openings at retail environments, and and would, who would have hours after school? Or of course, our our industry is sort of the eight to four thirty, right? So by the time they get out of school, there's not a lot enough time to go. So we're looking sure. for these students to have to spend their time over one of their holiday breaks, whether it's spring break, whether they spread it out over the summertime. Um, we're excited to get it going, but we uh, want to get some members in first and get the program set up and we should be ready to go by, by spring break for sure. Just circling back to what I said about your first mm-hmm. conference, BCEA conference as chair, mm-hmm. um, we're about to play a, uh, a little conversation we had not too long ago uh, where we got to you know flip the script as the kids say. Uh, Chris, of course, usually being the uh, our resident Joe Rogan and doing the interviewing, um, got to uh, we got to put him on the hot seat um, a little while ago and uh, and interview Chris right after he took over as chair of the BCEA. So um, yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot coming up. Um, please check out our uh, our live event coming up. Hopefully, we'll see you out at the conference networking events. That's going to be so much fun. And of course the Christmas luncheon. And uh, other than that, Chris, let's take it away. Let's take it away. Well, Hey, let's uh, let's get down to it. So, um, you know, uh, I've known you since I first, came into the electrical industry, I think it was the very first BCEA luncheon, the Christmas luncheon I came to was where you got the volunteer of the year award. And we struck up a conversation outside. We started talking ball and I was like, all right, I think, I think this might be, uh, you know, someone I'm gravitating towards in the industry. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but I didn't know you before that. I know your time with Gilvin and, and, and starting off the U40 group. So, um, you know, you get to ask this question a lot, how you got into the industry. You know, it's always a it's always a fascinating story because you know you ask 
100 people in the industry, you're probably going to get 100 different answers. So I'm, I'm curious to know your story. How did you get into the electrical industry? Man, that, that is a great question. And, and uh, mine's a bit of a funny one. And we always say, you know, you never, we didn't graduate high school thinking we're going to go sell light bulbs. But uh, uh, the true story for me was I was actually in a band and I uh, was running pubs. And uh, the band was doing pretty well. I was excited about that. We had done a couple of tours and I'd kind of come back home and, and uh, I'd open up a, a bar in Surrey. And I was just was kind of done with that life. It was, you know, it was the, the nocturnal life. I was just, I was kind of done with it. And, and I wanted something brand new, something fresh that I knew nothing about that I could just sink my teeth into and learn everything about. Um, and as luck would have it, my, uh, my singer in the band uh, is still in the industry today. He, he was at the brief period of his time, he was working for Jess Can in Surrey. And uh, he says, hey man, he goes, uh, why don't you get a job in the electrical industry? And, and, and throughout the life of the band, I had seen him progress in his career very quickly. So he went from a warehouse worker uh, within a few months, he was working the counter and then he was looking at inside sales and eventually into projects. And this all happened within a really short period of time. So when he had said, hey, come get a job in the electrical industry, I thought, yeah, why not? We'll, we'll give that a shot. And, and as I said, he was working at, at, at Just Ken in Surrey. And if anybody knows that strip, it's like Wholesaler Row off of 80th there, right? Electric and Avenue. It is. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> I actually applied next door at Gillivan. So the thought there was I didn't want to work with him at the same company because if we were going to have to go out on, on tour, I wanted to be able to book the same holidays as him, right? So I applied next door at, at Gillivan in Surrey. Um, and the rest is history, man. I, uh, ended up getting a job with, uh, with them out of Burnaby. That's where I started my career, uh, in September of 2008, September 2nd, never forget. Um, and, uh, I quit the band a month later. I knew this was something wow. that I wanted to do. And I ended up getting into a course, which I really wish I still had. For those of you from BCAT that are listening, uh, used to have a course there. It was about eight weeks long and it really was a, a snapshot of the industry. And that's where I fell in love with it. Um, it was, it started off with, you know, here's a volt and here's an amp and here's how it's generated. And the last day we were bending pipe and wiring up receptacles. And I really got a good sort of landscape of the industry. And I do remember, uh, one of those days was on lighting and this is 2008. It's not that long ago. And they were saying one day we'll have white light out of an led. And I remember that very clearly. And from that day on, I was like, that's kind of the path I want to go down. And here we are today. It's, it's exactly what I'm doing with my life. So it's been pretty fun. Awesome. What was the name of the band? Burning Borders. Burning Borders. Yeah. What kind of music? It was uh, it was just like what you like, man. Honestly, it was like the <laughs> mid 2000s rock, right? It was uh, a little too heavy for radio, but you know, too light to you know. People got compared us to Nickelback sometimes, and you know, oh, no. we had a great time though. Honestly, man, you're in the was... Nickelback zone. <laughs> hey, we were in the in the Vancouver Seeds contest for years, and and oh, cool. uh, it was. It was awesome, man. It was. Uh, I'm still friends with everybody in the band, and and uh, I talk to a few of them regularly. Um, a lot of them are still playing music, still doing their thing, and it is. It was an awesome. Forged a lot of friendships during during that time. So, very yeah. thankful for that. Cool. So you get into the industry. You're working for Gilvan. Uh, you take the course at BCIT. When did you start getting involved with the BCEA? Uh, it was uh, right as I got on the road. So I was working on the counter. Um, from 2008, I, I got on the road around 2011, and that was when uh, Paul Black was the representative from Gillivan. He was on the board. He was sat on the board for years, um, and he was yeah. like, he he was the treasurer, I think, for a long time, and and he was nearing retirement, and he was like, you know, I think it's time to to pass the torch. So uh, they asked me if I wanted to get involved, 
Um, and so what I did is I actually started small. I remember I went to the BCEA used to throw a trade show at the Agriplex in, uh, at the P&E. It was huge. It was a massive show. And it might have been one of the last ones, but I went there as, as an attendee, went to go check it out. And, and uh, I met with Jackie Moffat and, and Barbette then, and, and they asked me to try and get involved. And so I started out in the social committee and, and we started there. And I think I joined the board. Yeah, it was 2011, late 2011, early 20, uh, 2012. I joined the board and... Uh, Went straight to the straight to the top, eh? Straight to the board. <laughs> they were they were starving for volunteers, I guess. They, right, uh, right. Let, let, let little old me in there at twenty six years old. Being older. a keener, I'll do it. Yeah, totally, hundred <laughs> percent. You know what? Though, yeah, I, I definitely just I did want to get it. Uh, did want to get involved though. Um, you know, I felt like it was it was a cool opportunity to bump elbows with other industry leaders, and and uh, it's been awesome for me ever since. Just getting involved and getting my name out there, and being able to meet a lot of great people. I've made so many friends, yourself included throughout the time i just wouldn't trade it for anything man it's been a lot of fun yeah so tell us about the first days of the u40 group like how did this where did this brain spark come from who was in on it and how did it come to fruition great question so this was from our, my very first uh bcea uh, board strat planning retreat and every few years they they get the board off site and we sort of take our company hats off and put our industry hat on and we you know, we try and plan out what the next two or three years look like as, as an association, right? Like what common challenges are we having and, and, and how do we kind of solve them as a group? And one of the challenges at that given time was the rate of retirement. Um, you know, there's a lot of really, really, really good people that were leaving the industry, uh, just aging out of the industry. And, and there was a fear of how do we get that knowledge from that base and get it down through through the rest of the industry, right? Starting at that grassroots and as the youngest person on the board at the time, they were like, "This guy's this guy's young. You 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 go get your your people together and and let's let's plan what that looks like." And of course, as you said before, I'm a I'm a huge keener, so yep, I'll I'll take care of that. And, and it was just like in October, I think it was in in that year, we had our first couple meetings and and we all met at uh, the Foggy Dew in Coquitlam and and started oh, yeah. from there. Yeah, that was it. How were those first uh, first few events? Like, how many people attended? I've got photos from the first one, actually. Our very first event was a little meet and greet at Wings, right across the street from the Foggy Dew. We didn't want to venture too far from our comfort zone, I guess. And there was about <laughs> six or seven of us that, that came. And uh, that was the very first one. And honestly, it was very informal. It was like, you're under 40, I'm under 40. We're all kind of doing this for a career. Let's let's get together, right? And we did yeah. that for a few times. I think we did like one a month or one every couple of months for about six months. And then we had our very first official event big one that we threw was bowling in March of the next year. And, and then, uh, and then we, then beer pong came along shortly after that. <laughs> that's yeah, where it all the, took the off. flagship. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, uh, so yeah. And there's, there's some of the people are still on the committee today, right? Yes. The OGs. Yeah. The OGs, Brandon Armstrong and Dave Markgraf, I believe would be the two off the top of my head that were yeah. uh, right from the beginning. Yeah. I'm trying that's to think of was around that, that first time. Yeah. It's been a good ride, uh, you know, me being a part of it since uh, I came on, what, coming up to seven years this fall in the industry. So, so yeah, so let's fast forward to today. You're the incoming chair. You are the chair um, of the BC Electrical Association. Congratulations, by the way, buddy. Thank you very um, much. Very cool. And you've got, um, and you've got a new board and there's some, from some fresh faces. Um, you got some, some, some new ideas you're going to be pulling from and, um, so, so let's talk about the people you're working with over the course of the next year. 
Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple of the newbies that are just joined, uh, Samit Sodi from E.B. Horsman and Son, uh, Brett Middlemiss from, uh, from Wesco are two of the new faces on the board. And I love getting getting new blood in. I've actually met with both of them since as a bit of an onboarding. Hey, welcome, welcome to the family. And, you know, what do you want to get out of this, right? And 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 the other question I really had for them was, uh, like, what's their impression of the BCEA? Like, when I ask them what it is that we do, uh, what do you think that is, right? And that, I've had both really unique answers from from both of them. Um, but, yeah, those are the two two newbies. Uh, there's a few vets that have been on the board for for a long time. So yep. Perry McDougal, uh, outgoing chair, uh, Wendy Jenkins, two past chairs ago. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got um, uh, David Kaplan, Stu McDonald, a bunch of really good leaders on this group that uh, I'm very excited to work with. Uh, Angel Mather from Nedco, he's new to BC actually, which is awesome. So he's just really another guy jumping in with two feet. Uh, Tanya from BC Hydro. Uh, there's a lot of great people on this board that uh, I'm very excited to work with. Yeah, and there's uh, there's certainly a lot happening in the electrical industry right now. It seems yeah. like uh, I know you and me have talked about this a lot. How how COVID didn't really slow things down. Things kind of accelerated mm-hmm. um, just by nature of the fact that we had to do things virtually. That all of a sudden we realized a lot of the things, a lot of these initiatives that we were um, that we're looking at and trying to find a way to you know, stuff a square peg in a round hole, all of a sudden it made sense doing this virtually, whether it's the mentorship series or what we're doing now. Um, but I'm, you know, what are the biggest challenges that you see this industry facing? I mean, not just in the next year, but in the next year, three years, five years, 10 years, and how is the BCEA tackling those right now? That's a great question. And I, I think uh, if I was to sum it up, it would just be people. I mean, We've, we haven't really, as an industry, we haven't done a great job in, in promoting the, the beautiful careers that are a part of our industry. You know, like, I, I don't know what it's like for you, Andrew, when you meet new people and they say, hey, what is it that you do? And like, well, I work in the electrical industry. And they go, oh, great. Are you a contractor? Like, I need some help in my house. Yeah. Like, ah, no, no, no. I, I, I supply the electrical contractors, right? And you talk about the supply chain, all that goes wrong with it. And it's just not, we haven't really made it as sexy, I guess, as it really needs to be. And and if there's one thing the BCA can do is sort of attract that that top talent. And that'll be sort of number one on, on our list as uh, as an association is is how we tell our story. Um as I mentioned before with new board members, I mean, when we onboard new board members and they don't really know exactly what it is that we do, that's something that we have to improve, right? I mean, this is our sure. 97th year in existence as an association. Um, we've done a lot of really good things for the, for the industry over that course of time. Um, and I want to continue to do that, right? And I think if we were able to uh, twofold, number one, attract in that, those, th- that top talent, whether you are in marketing or you're in human resources or in procurement or you know, maybe you've you got an IT background, you don't have to be in sales or, or management to have a really fruitful career in the industry. We're looking for those, those people to, to work and, and, and build their careers within the electrical industry. But also, uh, we're looking to fill that foundational level as well, the warehouse, the counter people, the inside sales. Um, and we're starting at the grassroots level there too at, at the high schools. Um, as I said on the outset, right, we don't, a lot of us don't graduate and, and go, well, I'm going to go work in, in distribution or I'm going to go work for an agency or, or a manufacturer. But if we can show that, show the possibilities of the career uh, opportunities to that, that group of people early on in their, in their early high school careers, I'm hoping that we'll be able to bring them in for, for long term. Um, I remember you asked me my history of the BCA. My very first uh, trade show I did was at a, at a high school. It was a career fair. And we were the only trade there. 
And this was a high school that was a, had a trades program. We've probably talked about this before and that, mm-hmm. that really stuck with me. Right. So we're, we're really looking to get, get to that, that demographic as well and, and bring them in early. Yeah. Yeah. And we're looking at that with, uh, with the U40 group, um, getting more involved at the secondary level and post-secondary level, but really focusing on those secondary school districts and seeing how we can get our faces there. I love how you put that. We got to tell our story better and, and having, you know, a strong talent pool to draw for, from just just means a strong supply chain. And I think we've, you know, it sometimes takes a crisis to bring things to light and seeing what's happened over, over the course of the last 18 months on construction sites and things being delayed, uh, you know, 12, 14, 16, 24 week lead mm-hmm. times and, and beyond um, and how that, how that affects, um, you know, a project and and how dire it is and how much money it costs and um you know let's i want you to talk a bit about that because we talk about this a lot about the what a strong supply chain means like how we build that up as an industry and what that means to the contractor and the general contractor and and the developer at the end of the day oh again great question man you look at a electrical contractor i i look at them as a professional of what they do i mean they've been They've trained through X amount of years in, in school. They've put in X amount of hours to become a journeyman. That is a professional of what they do. And and to any degree, they sort of know the ins and outs of what needs to happen on the job site. It is so important for them to have vendors that they can rely on that are technically savvy that can help them solve problems. You know, not everything's going to go as as planned, right? And we have to be able to react and we have to be able to, to sort of pivot at a moment's notice. And, you know, if they're not trained up, uh, mm-hmm. to a high degree to handle these types of problems that puts a lot of strain on that electrical contracting community. Um, yeah. and I want to make sure that the people that are supplying those contractors know, know what their job entails, right. And, and understands what, what, what it really means to provide some value to those, to those contractors. So, uh, you know, uh, we talked about this at our last U40 meeting. Um, you know, I've been in the industry for the, for a relatively short period of time, uh, coming up to seven years here. And I've seen a lot of great people retire, Mm-hmm. Uh, they move on. We're, we're trying to bring some of them back for a mentorship series. Uh, more on that later. But these people are leaving an undeniable legacy uh, within the industry. So what mark does Chris Brams want to leave on the industry? Heavy. God, I love it. <laughs> you You're know, on the hot seat. It's your turn, buddy. Did you just get like a couple degrees hotter in here? No. Uh, <laughs> honestly, man, uh, the mark I want to leave is... Um, is just that this industry is a fun place to work. I, I want, when I leave this industry, I want the electrical industry to be a desirable place to work where people are vying for positions in, the, in, in our industry, where it's not like everybody is running lean. There's tons of jobs for everybody um, and everybody's able to have a, have a good career, make a good living doing whatever it is they love to do within this industry. That, that's what I want to, that's what I want to leave when I'm done. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's have some fun here for sure. the end. Uh, this is uh, this is the lightning round. All okay. right, we got five questions to uh, to wrap it up here. Uh, like I said, one of them my daughter came up with. You'll have to guess which one that is. Um, starting with number one, and uh, and you can't say your own. What's your favorite band? Oh, uh, Big Wreck. Big Wreck. Whoa, nice. Uh, Death Row Last Meal. Oh, Prime Rib from the Keg. Entire roast. Let me eat as much as I can before I explode. That, uh, that's the number one answer. Um, <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I would love speed. 
because I am a slow runner as it is. My dad always told me I run like I'm out of the ground. If I could have speed, that would be perfect. <laughs> My dad, uh, yeah, well, story for another day. Uh, I'm the guy that can turn a triple into a double any day. <laughs> Stretch a triple into a double. Beautiful. Uh, number four, chest day or leg day? Oh, leg day all day. Yeah, yeah, beauty. Uh, number five, best baseball movie of all time. Oh, for love of the game. I'm a huge oh. fan of that movie. Yeah. Great movie. I was I was looking for Field of Dreams or Bull Durham, but you stuck with Coster, oh. so you still get full points. Man, all those points. are so good. Bull Durham ha- is like a one B. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. so good. Awesome. Uh well, hey, thanks, buddy. It's uh it's been fun uh kind of changing things up here and uh and putting you on the hot seat. I appreciate you sitting in and let me let me grill you here. We did we did not prep for any of these questions. So Chris was <laughs> I gotta know on his heels a couple times. Which one and did your daughter suggest? Was it the chest day leg super, day? Uh no, that was that was me. Um <laughs> uh, the superpower. Superpower. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this is, this has been a lot of fun. So, uh, I appreciate you sitting in there and, and letting us know what's, uh, you know, what's coming up with the BCA. Cause, um, you know, like I said, there's, there's a lot of really, really cool initiatives, a lot of really fun stuff coming up and Hey, we're, um, you know, U40 groups, um, uh, spearheading with some of those initiatives. And then we've got, of course, our live events coming up. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a really fun 18 months or 12 months, I should say here with, uh, with you at the helm. Man, I, I gotta say, I'm I'm just incredibly humbled to to have this opportunity. It's gonna be a ton of fun. I am I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to working with everybody in the board and, and all the different committees, and I'm excited to see what it's gonna look like on the other end. It should be uh, should be a lot of fun. Okay, awesome, awesome buddy. Uh, one final shout out to our sponsors: Platinum Sponsors, Max Two Agencies, Westco Distribution, and Gilvan International, and our gold sponsors: Cooper Lighting and Adnex Sales. Thank you so much for your support. Please don't forget, please subscribe to the BCA Power podcast. If you got a second, rate us. Um, let us know how we're doing, and uh, that would be very much appreciated. Um, that way you won't miss any of the action. And we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you want to get your podcast, you can tune into the BCEA Power Up podcast. Thanks for listening in. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody.